fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Holy cow, is it really Friday? I have gone this entire day today not realizing that it has been Friday. There's so much going on. What a wild show we have lined up for you today, and hey, you made it to the end of the week. Welcome into The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in our flagship radio station all over the country, based out of Wichita, Kansas, here on our flagship. Uh, Multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you very, very much. Happy Friday to you. You finally made it to the end of the week. And boy, do we have a heck of a show lined up for you today. Bottom of the hour, Dr. Richard Howell, he'll be joining us. Uh, We've had him on the program before. It's going to be great to chat with him. He's with the Southern Evangelical Seminary. They have their annual conference coming up in April. He also has a unique uh, uh, discussion on what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine. We'll talk with him at the bottom of the hour. We have the um, Jen Psaki with the Biden administration talking about oil and are we really financing the war in Russia by continuously purchasing oil from Russia? It's a great question. And the media asked her that and she didn't like that very much. We'll get into that here in just a little bit as well. Plus, we have vaccines for COVID-19 that are just being thrown away left and right because people are pretty much done wanting to get it. Is the pandemic over? I mean, obviously it is because Congress was able to get together without any masks, right? So, I mean, when they do it, I know, when they do it, then uh, it must be over. We'll get to all that here in just a little bit. Before we get into our big topic of the day, I don't know how many people are looking forward to this. I'm, i i got to admit, and I've told you this before, I'm kind of burnt out on the superhero movies that are coming out, but apparently the new Batman is on its way out, and a lot of people are all excited about this one, where it looks really dark. That's like the only thing, the thing that intrigues me about this movie, is it looks very dark. Now, The Dark Knight was an awesome movie, and I really enjoyed that one because it had a little bit more of a dark flavor to it. And obviously we had the Joker that w- with Heath Ledger that was absolutely phenomenal, and unfortunately he passed away. But now we have this guy that's Batman now, and I, I'm still not sure about this. What what the hell's his name? Uh, Robert Patterson that was with the um, Twilight series. And the only way I see him now is a sparkling vampire that's a teen bopper, and I don't see him as a super serious, super dark uh, Batman, so I don't know that I want to watch this, but apparently people are making a big deal about it, and the box office is expected to break $100 million for the first uh, weekend that it uh, opens up, so uh, we'll see what happens with that one. I find that kind of interesting. I don't know why I find that kind of interesting, but uh, the Batman, I'm kind of over it. I'm really done with superhero movies. I really want things to be somewhat normal again. Can we just get back to like awesome action movies? Just action movies, drama movies, comedy movies. Why do they have to have superpowers? Because right now, I think we're in desperate need of a superhero in the real world. And I think, honestly, right now, we're kind of seeing one. I mean, what we're seeing with Russia and the Ukraine right now, we are seeing a live-action superhero. Now, I've reinforced this multiple times. I don't know anything about Ukrainian politics. 
I don't know their government system. I don't know anything about their politics. What I do know is that they were very, very corrupt uh, during the Obama administration, really because the Obama administration got their greedy hands into the Ukrainian government. And we had on tape the Biden, uh, Joe Biden praising and, and applauding himself about how he got rid of an attorney general or a prosecutor that was going after him for some of the corruption that he was involved in, that his son Hunter Biden was involved in. So I know that happened. But that was during the Obama administration. Just three years ago in 2019, this new President Zelensky came in as an actor, as a comedian, and really won the hearts over the people. And he's been president for a few years. And you want to talk about a real live action superhero today? Again, I don't know anything about the guy, but this guy's it. This guy's it. The first president, a standing president of a nation that's on the front lines battling in an active war going on and not wanting to leave. In fact, he made a comment apparently today saying that they're going to win this thing, which, I mean, hey, I hope to God you do. I I hope you do. I mean, Russia just did a 90-minute uh, phone conversation with uh, France yesterday or two days ago, and uh, by the end of it, uh, so Macron with France was like, yeah, this guy's crazy and he has no intention of leaving. He said that everything's right on track and he has no intention of backing off or having negotiation or compromising in any way, shape or form. He wants Ukraine and they have a much larger military, unfortunately. And Zelensky is still hanging in. We're going to win this thing. We just need some more ammunition. We need some more support. And I'm not leaving anywhere. If you want a real life superhero, this is the guy. This is the modern day or the new Trump of America. This is the new Ronald Reagan of America where they were the non-politician coming in and wanting to stand up and show the patriotism of their nation. And I think it's rallying the troops and the people all over the country of Ukraine. God bless the guy. Again, I don't know anything about him, but man, I mean, he's standing up and I give him all the credit in the world. Let's not worry about needing a superhero. Uh, you know, walking into the nuclear power plants and getting coming back with some kind of deformity that has some magical power that gives you superhero abilities. Let's do what this guy's doing and just stand up for what's right and uh, what you strongly believe in. And I think he's the, the modern day superhero. Speaking of, we have our guests on the line here for the, the kickoff the program, which I am really happy to have on the program as we talk about the latest and what's trending. Maybe. Maybe. There we go. What's trending today? And I am really happy to have her on the show. She's actually from the University of Toledo. Now, for those of you that knew, I grew up in the Ohio area, went to Bowling Green State University, and gotten put in contact with uh, this lady, which I am really happy to have. She is originally from the Ukraine. They held a rally at the university just uh, yesterday and doing a benefit to try and support the Ukraine. But Alana Machenko, I hope I didn't slaughter that. Alana, how are you today? You said it right. Alana, yes. Oh, very good. I, I'm feeling wonderful. Good. Well, uh, first Hi. off, thank you so much for coming on the program, and I appreciate your time. Uh, first off, talk about the rally that you guys had yesterday, and was it a success? Did you guys get a lot of, ex- uh, lot of response from it? Well, for me, success is, is, is to, to continue to be helpful toward the situation what's going on in Ukraine. So um, my, my, my peers were very supportive. At the rally, and and the University of Toledo took the front role of helping uh, me to organize this event. We have um, about 400 people show up, and and numerous people sign up for further uh, work. So we would consider that as a success. That is a very great success. Now, talk a little. We talked a little bit about this off the radio, but talk about uh, your experience and your growing up because you're originally from Kiev, aren't you? I'm originally from the city called Kremenchuk. It's in Poltava region, and it's a central part 
of Ukraine on the river uh, Dnieper. I moved to Kyiv when I, I turned 19 to, to, to be a teacher and to continue my master's degree program uh, and, and bachelor's, obviously. Um, and I was a teacher there for six years. Wow. Talk about just the relation between Ukraine and Russia. I have heard from other individuals that this was a shock to everybody, both from Russian civilians and, and citizens and Ukrainian citizens, where they never thought Russia would actually take this leap to actually do an invasion like this. Is this a surprise to everyone, do you think? Yes, we, we took it as a surprise. And I, and I, and I want to I wanna clarify that I'm by no means a specialist in pol- politics. Sure. However... I I have an opinion, and by what it was, I, I'm I'm able to share. Ukraine is a is a country that's been under pressure for centuries. People from Ukraine are genetically predetermined to be to, to be strong and and resilient because any other country around within within a whole history was trying to invade our country and make us um, in slavery. Therefore. Ukrainian people will not give up. And yes, Vladimir Zelensky is, is, a, is a face of, of that dedication and of that determination, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I love watching him because, again, I don't know anything about him until this obviously happened. But regardless of whatever his politics were and, and what he's done in politics before, the fact that I think the world needed to see something like this, need to see a superhero, need to see someone that's in the leadership role, not sitting back on the back lines, you know, making delegation like we see in so many other countries, in most of the countries around the world nowadays, but actually on the front lines, we're not leaving, we're not evacuating. I loved his phrase from uh, when the U.S. offered to get him out. He said, I don't need a ride, I need ammunition. And it sounds like he has no intention of leaving in any way, shape, or form. I think the world needs a leader like that, don't you? Absolutely. You know, me myself being not an activist, but within a seven last over seven days, unintentionally I become be, became one. Yeah. And I heard some people were saying the best activists are, are raised from necessity. And I think that's what exactly Vladimir Zelensky is doing. He he is an outstanding example of bravery and and endurance. Name it. Name it. He is very, very much dedicated for Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, here in the States, uh, people that are supporting Ukraine, wanting to do stuff for Ukraine, obviously you guys had your rally at the University of Toledo yesterday. Uh, hopefully you guys had a great turnout, a lot of people that did show support. But what can we do here on in the in the states, I mean, obviously the government's doing what they can to put sanctions on Russia, try and give supplies to Ukraine. Uh, a lot of companies, private corporations, like Elon Musk, you know, helping out and doing what they can there. But as the everyday citizen, you and I, what can we do to support Ukraine? Every voice is matter. That is why we we organize awareness around our little community, which appears to be very not indifferent and sympathetic and willing to contribute. Demonstrate demonstration to raise awareness in any place of the United States, whenever you are, stand up and, and raise your voice. Mm. Ask governor, gov- government to help and support Ukraine in this war, because Ukraine is currently fighting not only for their own peace, but for the peace of the whole world. Yeah. Um, local l- l- local um, 
organizations can, can uh, raise funds for Ukrainian citizens that will directly need support for, for the next, I don't even know how many months or years. Uh, petition the U.S. government to ease requirements for refugee status. We will expect some people come, and I know United States are welcoming those who are suffering, who are running away and leaving their houses just as is and grabbing just the first need necessities. People are, are shocked. Yeah. And and this is, I, I am speechless when I describe that. Yeah. But I know there is a way for it's a, it is. It's a sad situation for sure. For sure. We got just about a minute before we have to take a break here and let you go. But from your experience, you being over there, growing up over there and and seeing what Russia has done, seeing what Putin's doing right now, do you think that he would stop at Ukraine or do you think that he's going to continue on afterwards? When the person is obsessed like that, and that's my opinion, it's going to be hard for that person to quit. I think someone like that will not quit on Ukraine only, and he would want a change of the world government. Yeah. It's very scary. Alana Machenko from the University of Toledo, we thank you for setting up the rally there in Toledo. Thank you for uh, being here and allowing to come on the program and giving us that insight. And uh, we'd love to get you back on to get another update sometime again. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate that. And we appreciate what you're doing. And again, what she said, the activism calling on our government to do something other than just placing a nice little slap on the wrist against Putin with sanctions. You know, maybe we should stop buying oil for them or something, which we'll talk about that when we come back from the break. That was Alana Machenko. We appreciate her very much. Got to take a break. Lots more coming up here for a Friday episode of The Voice of Reason. Don't go away. we got so much covered today. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. Here you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. By the way, if you do want to follow them and see what they're doing, I talked to her off the air as we kind of wrap things up, and they said they're not just done with doing a rally on the university. They're doing one in the community. They're trying to branch that out to the entire state of Ohio, and I know we have a lot of listeners in the great state of Ohio and the surrounding states as well. If you want to be part of that, if you want to follow what they're doing, if you want to support them in any way you can, you can go to the Facebook page at Toledo Helps Ukraine. Again, Toledo helps Ukraine, and you can find and follow their Facebook page and see what they're up to with some of the movements, some of the benefits they're doing, some of the fundraisers they're trying to do, and some of the awareness they're trying to bring to the issue. At the same time, there are other organizations that are, and not just organizations, but bands and individuals that are trying to do fundraisers to support as well because they need, obviously, all the support they can get to buy, you know, like ammunition and stuff to try and fight against the communists. And uh, one of my bands, I've mentioned this before, one of my favorite bands in the world, and Again, first world problem and not important and relevant in any way, shape or form. But one of my favorite bands was supposed to play here in town in Wichita, where I'm based out of just in two weeks from now. They're from the Ukraine. They're not obviously going to be there. And that makes me a little sad. But their support and their safety comes first. But they are actually selling some of their apparel that is going to uh, be benefiting them as well. So that band is Ginger, J-I-N-J-E-R, Kind of a fun band if you like some of the harder things, but they're actually doing some uh, some swag and stuff and some apparel for them that if you purchase that, that goes to a lot of the benefit to Ukraine as well. A lot of people rallying around this. A lot of people rallying because they realize this is this is the fight against communism. This is the fight against uh, uh, fight for the free world and against tyranny, which is what Vladimir Putin. Again, some people say Vladimir Putin's doing it for some positive reason. There's zero reason why he's turning on the civilians. There is zero reason why he's trying to expand the Soviet Union outside of personal gain. And I don't support that in any way, shape, or form. And we cannot forget that fact. Russia has been an enemy to the United States. For a very long time, since the Soviet Union, even after the Soviet Union, we've tried to play nice with them, but yet they still have their ambition to reform that communist Soviet Union, and we cannot allow that. Well, at the same time, it seems like we seem to be wanting to continue to fund them. And we talked about yesterday Pete Buttigieg that said that we don't want to open up drilling and additional drilling here in the U.S. because we don't want a permanent solution for a temporary problem which is really the dumbest response you could have had to that. But Jen Psaki mentioned it yesterday as well as she went back and forth a little bit with a news reporter about the the Alaskan pipeline and whether that would actually benefit us right now, uh, in not only in the short term, but also in the long term regarding energy efficiency. So during that, those years where it would you know, take to bring down prices, as you're saying, we should just continue to buy Russian oil? 
Well, again, Jackie, I think you're familiar with a number of steps we've taken, a historic release from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Well, we can, well, let me finish. What we can do over time, and what this is all a reminder of in the President's view, is our need to reduce our reliance on oil. The Europeans need to do that. We need to do that. If we do more to invest in clean energy, more to invest in other sources of, in of energy, that's exactly what we can do to prevent this uh, from happening in the future. We welcome any Republicans from joining us in that effort. That's Go ahead. So. I seem to remember a day or two ago we mentioned that exact same thing. Isn't it? Isn't it ironic that right now Joe Biden got rid of our energy independence, we stopped drilling oil, we started buying money uh, started buying oil again from OPEC and from Russia, which by the way is like 10% of our oil uh, imports right now in oil usage, so that's roughly 2 million barrels a day that we're using from Russia. So, you know, we are still funding that. That's nice. But at the same time that we get rid of the energy independence, then this issue happens and the gas prices skyrocket all across the nation. And all of a sudden, instead of opening up more oil to produce more, to lower the cost again, we're now saying, oh, we just don't want to be dependent on oil at all. This is our push for alternative energies. They're going to drive gas prices so high for you that you're going to be forced to say, wow, as much as it sucks, I'm now going to have to go buy an electric car because I can't afford the gas prices. And while that may not be efficient and it's going to ruin the grid for the electric because it's not powerful enough to charge everybody's car for 300 million plus individuals in this nation, it's going to be cheaper than going out and buying the gas because we're not going to lower the prices. We're going to continue to keep them high to drive you out of the market to force you into a new alternative energy that we actually don't want. Welcome to the Progressive Agenda of 2022. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today on a Friday. I know it's your Friday. You're getting off work probably saying, hey, I want to do something. What are you going to do? You're going to listen to the show because you're addicted. I know you are. I get your emails, which you can email me, network at gmail.com. That's H-O-O-S-E-R, network at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. By the way, programming note for you, we do have our newsletter coming out on Monday. I usually send it out beginning of the month. Obviously, that was like in the middle of the week, so we're going to send it out on Monday. If you have not signed up for our newsletter, do so. Go to whosyourreason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, reason.com. Totally free. You'll see the pop-up say, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? You're like, 
Yeah, I do. And you can sign up. We'll send you our monthly newsletter. It has our blog on there. It has some topical things to discuss. has the updates with the show and with the Hoosier Media Network. It has the hoorah. It has our uh, civic holidays of the month coming up for the new month. And it's just really fun. Totally free. We get a lot of new people that jump on each and every month. So thank you for that. Again, go to HoosierReason.com and sign up for that newsletter. Completely free. I think we just exposed part of the progressive agenda here. While we have gotten rid of our energy independence, we stopped drilling oil because it's really, really bad for the environment and so on and so forth. But yet we're buying it from OPEC. We're buying it from Russia. We're buying it from other places. And then we say, wait a second, there's a conflict with Russia, which, by the way, is our enemy. And they're attacking Ukraine that is an ally. Shouldn't we, like, stop funding them? We're putting sanctions on their banks. We're putting sanctions on the rich people there. We're putting sanctions on what they can do with trade and with transportation and so on and so forth. But yet we're still buying their oil. So when we say, wait a second, like, shouldn't we open up our pipelines here? This is the response from the Biden administration. During that, those years where it would you know, take to bring down prices, as you're saying, we should just continue to buy Russian oil? Well, again, Jackie, I think you're familiar with a number of steps we've taken, a historic release from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Well, we can, well, let me finish. What we can do over time, and what this is all a reminder of in the President's view, is our need to reduce our reliance on oil. The Europeans need to do that. We need to do that. If we do more to invest in clean energy, more to invest in other sources of, of energy, that's exactly what we can do to prevent this uh, from happening in the future. We welcome any Republicans from joining us in that effort. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I find that funny. So let's tie that in with what Pete Buttigieg said with the Department of Transportation yesterday, where he said that we don't want to open up oil drilling here in the U.S. because we don't want a permanent solution for a temporary issue. Meaning, yeah, we're buying oil from Russia. We're funding them while we're cutting off their funding, quote unquote, to allow them to continue on their war to decimate Ukraine while Ukraine's standing up trying to defend itself. And we don't want to start drilling and become energy independent again because we don't want that to be a permanent solution. We're just going to jack up gas prices for you and then force you into an alternative energy because, again, never let a crisis go to waste, right? But then the media called them out for it. As long as we're buying Russian oil, though, aren't we financing the war? Well, Jackie, again, uh, it's only about 10% of what we're importing. Uh, I've not. It's only 10% of what we're importing. Well, guess what? We use 20 million barrels a day of oil. So that 60 million that he's releasing from the federal, from the federal international, whatever reserves, hoorah, that's a whole three days worth of oil usage. And we're sending in 10% that we use every day. That's what? 2 million barrels a day. If I can do math properly. So yeah, well done. Well done. We're still supporting them and then forcing us into something that we don't actually want to talk about some of this and more. Let's shift gears a little bit and do our latest in what's trending. What's trending today? And super happy to have this guy back on the program. It's been way too long since we've had him on. He is with the Southern Evangelical Seminary as they have some events coming up. Also, uh, keeping a close eye on these issues going on over there as well. But it's Dr. Richard Howell with us. Richard, how are you, my friend? Andy, I am doing great, brother. Thank you so much. Oh, it's always great to have you on the program. Uh, well, I want to get to your guys' event here in just a second, but your thoughts on this. I mean, we have, uh, unfortunately, we have a major world conflict, potentially World War Three, upon our shoulders here, as uh, from what we've heard is Vladimir Putin not just wanting to stop at Ukraine, but really expand elsewhere. We have the European Union potentially accepting Ukraine in. We have NATO that's very on edge. We're sending troops over there. This seems like a madness in the world right now, doesn't it? Absolutely does. You know, a, a good reason to tune into your show. I wasn't really connecting the dots about the how this could serve an ulterior motive to 
advance the let's get away from oil agenda. I hadn't even made that connection. So when I heard you talking about that, I said, aha, there is more to this scenario than what might meet the eye. Absolutely. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, they say they're putting sanctions on Russia, which great. You know, we've needed to for a long time. We probably could have prevented it all the way back then. But why would we not stop our dependence on Russia, even if it is only 10 percent of our imports? Why are we dependent on it at all and still sending them money while we're saying we're cutting off their banks? To me, it just doesn't make any sense unless it's like, oh, yeah, we don't want to drill, become energy independent again. And then we're going to force people to where it gets seven, eight dollars a gallon to where they're forced to say, well, an electric car kind of sucks, but at least it's not going to cost me seven dollars a gallon and gas. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm, uh, we're not suggesting that somehow the Democratic Party was in collusion with Putin to, to invade Ukraine just so they could advance this domestic policy. But back to your point you made earlier, never let a good crisis go to waste and exactly mm-hmm. what is going on with respect to this, I think. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. From the religious, from the Christian standpoint, a lot of people talk about, you know, the end of the world, the rapture, the second coming of Jesus. Do you, is this fitting in line with that, with the seven, it, it, the book of Revelations, with the different signs, the seven different heads of the dray? I don't know much about that book, but, um, I mean, does this fall in line with things that are coming? Because people saying that the nuclear war is right around the corner with this event. Well, uh, one of the things that I kind of teasingly say to my students when the subject comes up is that one thing we are certain about the end times is we're a lot closer to it than we've ever been before. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there have been events that look like this could be it, you know, the Holocaust, for example. So while on the one hand, I don't want to be too, I don't want to go out on a limb and say, oh, this looks like the, you know, the, the, the times are, are here and this is going to be it. Yeah. Nevertheless, eventually something's going to be it and we better be prepared and have our eyes open when they do. But even if it's not that, it's still something that I think the Christian has to deal with, uh, especially, I think, in, in, in situations like this, what comes up very often is, is if God is all good and all powerful, why would he allow these kinds of things to happen? And that's always a question, a perennial question that not only Christians, but really human beings deal with when they grapple with the goodness of God and his power. That is a good question. And, and now, again, I'm not in, I'm obviously Christian. I believe in this, but, you know, listeners can believe whatever they want to. I'm not trying to push one religion or another onto individuals, but it is a philosophical question that many have that believe in some sort of higher powers. Why would we allow this to happen? Which my personal view, and you can kind of elaborate on this as well a little bit deeper, but my, my personal view is obviously we have free will and there are bad people that like to do bad things. And there's that constant tug of war of the yin and the yang, the positive negative, And there's always going to be that bad. And it just depends on whether the light shines through at the end or not. Uh, absolutely. I think you're right. Uh, I think that's something that people can't take seriously enough that, excuse me, God has allowed us to make these choices. And in effect, that's what makes us moral beings as opposed to just an animal. We don't put a lion in prison for killing a hyena. But we would do something to people when they act a certain way, and that's what makes us moral beings. That's something to cherish about it. You know, but I I think, and I know we wouldn't have time to get into it here, but I I think that the existence and nature of God, particularly in this instance, his goodness, I think that can be rationally, philosophically demonstrated to be true, irrespective of whatever we observe in the world about wars or disease or whatever. Uh, So when it comes to, well, why would God allow this, I think, Anything we're going to say is, be, is going to be, to a certain extent, speculative. Because as far as I know, he hadn't told us directly, this is why I'm allowing this stuff. But I like what Augustine thought. It goes all the way that far back when Christians were dealing with it. and basically said, you know, the goodness and omnipotence of God is such 
that he would be able to allow evil and still ultimately pull good out of it. So a person has to decide whether they're going to trust God with that kind of promise or not, I think. It's the eternal optimism. Can we pull good out of this, which we talked a little bit earlier about the heroism and the patriotism we're seeing from Zelensky. Now, I don't know about Russian or Ukrainian politics, but Zelensky being the first president of a nation to stand on the front lines and fight and and show how patriotic he is to save his nation. I see that as a positive sign. It's rallying his people. It's rallying people here in the United States to be patriotic and realize that you don't change the world by a hashtag on social media. You change it by actually standing up and standing for what you actually believe in. That's a positive thing, I think, in my book. And I think that could be a positive message that we desperately needed in the world. Absolutely. And it already has been that, hasn't it? I mean, how inspiring his speech was uh, that he made recently. And I think you're right. It did light a spark. I mean, my wife and I, when we watched that, it drove us to tears mm. to just to see. And that doesn't say, that doesn't mean we endorse everything that's ever gone on in the Ukraine. Sure. Frankly, I'm not, I don't know, I know that much about it, but as a matter of principle, being able to stand against the onslaught of evil, and, and as the scriptures say, deliver the innocent out of the hands of evil people. And that's the responsibility I think the strong have, is to be used of God to protect the weak from the onslaughts of the evil. That is very true. Now, Ukraine as well is very religious. They're very Christian. I think a lot of them are very Catholic. I don't know what their denominations are there. But uh, as a Christian here in the U.S., we got just about a minute before we have to take a break here. What can we do to aid and help individuals in Ukraine? Well, I know it sounds cliche to say, but I think this is absolutely true, is we've got to pray for them. And the Russian people are also Christian and religious in many yeah. respects. And probably it's not the Russian people that are, at, that are behind this. So there are Christians on both sides of this conflict, so to speak. And we need to keep them in our prayers and then take every opportunity that these events do to, for us to fulfill what Jude says in Jude 3, to contend earnestly for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. So we can at least do those two things. Well, you're absolutely right. And uh, I mean, you're right. We pray for everybody there. And there are, uh, I mean, the Russians didn't even know what was going on. Half the government didn't even know what was going on. And we're seeing protesters in Russia be rounded up and arrested by the hundreds trying to stop this war. Let's take a break. When we come back, well, I want to talk about your guys' event coming up. It's Dr. Richard Howell with the uh, Southern Even, uh, Evangelical Seminary. You can find them online at ses.edu. You can find all of the great stuff about them. But coming up in April, a great event that you may want to partake in or at least pay attention to. We'll do that when we come back here. Wrap it up for a Friday. Interesting perspective on the latest current event with the Russia and Ukraine conflict that unfortunately may be going on for a little bit. So we'll keep you posted as more of this happens. We'll do that right around the corner here on a Friday for The Voice Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. 
Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Oh, it goes my way too fast. I don't care what anybody else says. This is by far the fastest hour of radio on radio. No matter what anyone else tries to talk about, we do it right here on the show. Welcome back in. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, multiple radio stations all over the place, plus the streaming all over. We get uh, messages from people all over the country, so thank you for that. We love you. The podcast downloads killing it as well. I got to give a shout out, by the way, real quick, too, as we wrap up the month of February, Arizona, New Mexico. You guys killed it on the podcast downloads as you guys jumped up to our number one downloads for the month. I always try to give a recap on some of those. Kansas, where my home, obviously, our flagship is here, uh, does always well. But uh, Arizona, New Mexico, you guys killed it last month. So thank you for that as uh, we continue to expand all over the place. Right now, we got a few minutes left of the program. We're talking with Dr. Richard Howell with the Southern Evangelical Seminary. Find them online, ses.edu. Again, ses.edu. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about an event you guys have coming up here in just a couple of weeks, uh, the beginning of April, April 8th and 9th, with your upcoming conference. Talk about what's going on. Oh, absolutely. You know, our National Conference on Christian Apologetics is the, last time I checked, the largest and longest-running apologetics conference in the nation. So we're pretty excited about it. Uh, well, we're always excited about it. It seems to get bigger and bigger each year. I don't know how they're going to keep that trend going. I feel like you'd hit the ceiling at some point. So we're doing this this uh, conference, basically bringing in a lot of speakers around the broad theme of uh, truth and how do we know truth and what does truth say about God and us and our place in this world. Our theme is uh, remaining steadfast in an upside-down world, taking a cue from Second, uh, Second Thessalonians 3, 5, which says, May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and the steadfastness of Christ. So kind of bearing up under some of the exigencies that life brings, not the least of which is the war that we're watching in Europe. And how do we uh, process these things with sound reason and the, uh, the advice and instruction that God gives us? I love it. Reason, common sense, truth, and reality. It's something that's very hard to find nowadays because in a world of political whatever, political activism, I mean, we have people challenging the narrative, which is good to challenge the narrative. But at the same time, when we start questioning reality and we start questioning truth, it becomes very complicated for us to decide what's real and what's not real, is it not? Oh, absolutely. And and I think all of us, I certainly have benefit and can benefit 
some wise voices uh, that have gone for before us, not only throughout history, but that are our contemporaries. So what we try to do is uh, cull from some of these voices, people like Hugh Ross, who deals with the natural sciences, or Frank Turek, who visits college campuses all the time dealing with some of these issues, or Jim Wallace, this cold case detective, who takes his skills as a cold case detective and brings those on these kind of issues we're confronted with. Elisa Childers is another. And so these and other experts will be, be there. When I, when I get excited about this conference, and even though I get to participate in it as one of the faculty at Southern Evangelical Seminary, I almost feel like a groupie in many ways, because it, it gives people this opportunity to interact with these speakers, not only in their formal speech, but also in the exhibitor's hall when they're showing their books and things, they can interact with them personally and, and see how they deal with issues that we're confronted with, things like CRT or the attack on family values or issues of what is our responsibility in just wars and things like that. So we're excited about that opportunity coming up in April. Yeah, amen. Well, I love the fact that you guys cover some of these topical events because it's good to have that arson of knowledge and understanding and wisdom uh, to where when you do confront these things in, in the real world, then you know how to actually handle these. And I love it because, uh, I mean, last week, just last week, we had the Conservative Political Action Conference in Florida this year uh, that really, I love it because it refuels your political political tank to become the activist, to become the uh, the intelligent individual, and to feel good and positive and motivated going into an election season. What it sounds like at this conference is kind of the same thing to kind of fuel your uh, your faith and to refuel that battle to be able you can you can deal with things on that end. Absolutely, uh, that's happened to me so many times in my life where I went to an event or engaged in some kind of medium, whether it's a book or a podcast or whatever. And it did. It just gave me this boost of encouragement, of hope, to uh, to strengthen my resolve, to get back into what the Bible calls the good fight, and to contend for these things. And there, it's a battle over truth. It's a battle over truth and sound reason in many respects. And that that's what we're trying to help people learn. And you can jump in the fight at anywhere along the spectrum. It doesn't mean everybody's got to be a Ph.D. in astronomy or philosophy or something. Exactly. But whatever the measure of faith God has given you, there's a place to fit in the army fighting for the good fight and advancing good in, in the world. That's what it's all about. Conference.ses.edu is where you can find information about the upcoming conference. It's Dr. Richard Howell, the Southern Evangelical Seminary. Dr. Howell, it's always great to talk to you, my friend. God bless you. We look forward to getting you back on the show again here real soon. Thanks, Hey, always a pleasure, my friend. That does it for us today. Until then, everybody have a great weekend. We're back at it on Monday. A lot of great guests, a lot of great conversations. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.